Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Shadows of the Mountain, the Werewolf the Apocalypse Chronicle that we're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Jack. I am your storyteller for the evening, and I am joined tonight by Athena. Hi, I'm Athena, and I'm playing Mordeco, the Lucas, the Arch, the Shadow Lords. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Dakota, the Lucas, Utena, Galliard. And Craig, who is muted. I am not now, but I appreciate the warning, because that has often happened in the past. I'm playing Samuaro, the Glasswalker on the Blagobash. And Sen? I'm Sen, and I'm playing Grania Firelight O'Connor, who I'll remind everyone else is currently overage, and as such cannot control her accent. And Shani? Hi, I'm Shani, and I'm playing Ingvar Ironblood Stotter. And the possibly reluctant focus of tonight's episode, Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am playing for at least a good portion of this uh, this, this session, uh, Aiden Taylor. Hamid Philodox, Child of Gaia. We'll see if that remains the same by the end of the episode. Wow. And a special <laughs> thank you. That's the optimist. Well, yep. so, okay, you are here for, you are here for, I, I, I said before we got started, like, I'm not saying I expect Aiden to die, but I did come up with a completely new character concept and spent two hours writing stuff to handle something to happen in the case that he dies. Now, now I would feel bad if something didn't, so now I have to consider that over the break. Uh, but as always, uh, trans rights are human rights, black lives matter, eat the rich. Fuck them. God, this world's fucking psychotic sometimes. And a special thank you, as always, to the Onyx Path, who provided us with collaboration materials for this chronicle. Uh, you can get access to their upcoming Apocalyptic Record book pre-order at apocalyptic-record.packerkit.com forward slash hosted underscore pre-orders. We will pop that link Hold in for the a chat. Second. Sorry, there's a bad uh, static, apparently, with the current way method we're capturing you all. I sound crystal clear, obviously. Um, so I'm fixing that. Okay. At number four. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, uh, just shout out that uh, link again for me, Jack, so we can... Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Apocalyptic-record.backerkit.com forward slash hosted underscore pre-orders. We will pop the link in the chat and uh, in the uh, video description when this goes up on YouTube eventually. But with all of that out of the way, when last we left the Denver region, uh, Motorco had defused the 
volatile situation with Blood's Bane temporarily by offering herself as a hostage in exchange for Aiden and the rest of the pack showing up at the Sept for a confrontation related to the various grudges against the Alpha still festering in Denver at large. Firelight picked up the rest of the wings with the one remaining vehicle they still possess and followed a little ways behind. Upon arriving at the Sept's cairn, Mordico was instructed to stay put and managed a little eavesdropping, which she then uh, relayed to the rest of the wings over the totem link before she was uh, instructed to cease and desist that aspect of things. Aiden discussed some defense strategy with Alex on the way, plus a few other contingency options with the rest of the pack, and ultimately decided that Dakota and Alex would lead his defense with Ingvar Grania and Sal in reserve in case everything went sideways. Uh, But in the moment, as we resume, facing the imminent confrontations, Aiden prepares to reach out to some of his older connections in the city and attempt to mend fences slash unburn bridges. So we pick up there. I believe (laughs) you had something that... Yeah, Yeah, because before before Aiden starts using his phone... (laughs) Yep. yep. So Aiden pulls out his phone, prepares to dial, and then over the and totem then link. Over the totem link, um, while uh, Hawk's wandering, is sort of wandering, haha, wandering, uh, walking towards Mordico, and they had just said that she's she's probably safe to start seeding potentially uh, damaging information about Isabel. Over the totem link, Mordico will say, "Aiden, how much do you trust Hawk's wandering to support you?" I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but legitimately 100% with my life. Will she support me supporting you? Will that extend to me? I would assume so. Believe in the I don't have any Then I need you to text her. Okay. Tell her she needs to get me into the Umbra because they have put me in the heart of the cairn exactly where I want to be. I can speak to Bison here. All right. I will see what I can do. This is good. So, yeah. I'm going to text other Dakota. As Before you text, Sal says, hey, boss, real quick. Look, I know that uh, Morico patched me up after I got shot and all, but I feel like I'm not doing my job if I don't at least raise the point. Look, you don't know it from out here. None of the rest of us know it from anybody. Are we 100% sure that this whole thing isn't just something that she set up? Yes. All right. Should we be 100% sure that yes. this is something? All right. And he looks around. Does anybody else think that we should be this sure about it? I had a dream. Yeah. The one, it, everything was, all the ground was crumbling. There was a massive storm and she was standing on the solid ground yeah and I guess one way to interpret that is that she's there to show us the way to solid ground another way to interpret that is that she's the one 
who walks away after the rest of us fall into the goddamn earth. Sal, I think you need to have a little trust in her. All right. All right. I Like I said, I just, I'm not doing my job if I don't bring it up. I understand. I appreciate it. In this case, yes. I, I right. absolutely believe. I, I'm 100%. All right, then. You got it. And to be honest, even if I wasn't, what can she do to make things worse if we put her in the umbra at this point? I'm not. I'm not saying the whole umber thing <laughs> is the ultimate famous play. last words. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying the umber thing is the ultimate play. I'm saying this whole shindig is the play. That'd be the. This would be the most intricate, longest game of all time. It no, would have been far, it would have been far, it would have been be far easier to get him killed by just pointing Isabel in his direction. Yeah, he had a thousand opportunities to just have them show up. Well, y'all were asleep. Yeah, but maybe that's not, maybe death isn't the end goal. Maybe there's, look, the one I thing, you know, you, the one thing I do know for sure is I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. So the one thing I try to do is go through life thinking everybody else knows more than I do. I understand. I absolutely get it. Um, And I have to be clear here. I think... Morocco would appreciate that as a shadow lord. I definitely appreciate it. You are literally thinking like a shadow lord, Sal. God, can we find a shower or something? That was exactly the reaction I was looking for, and I go to text. <laughs> I can dump you. In How the much more damage can we do by putting her in the umbra, as the technocracy said to the hydrogen bomb? Okay, that's a different situation. <laughs> uh, so, what are you texting to Hawks Wandering? Uh, I'm going to say, um, hey, if it is conceivably in any way possible. It would help out immensely if you could get Moriko where she is, but on the other side of the gauntlet. We want, we have an idea and it involves the totem. Communication only. The, you see three dots yeah. for a while. For a while. <laughs> and then what comes through is sure, we'll start with the small asks, huh? I understand. <laughs> we can't think of another way to get her over there at the moment. Give me some time to think then. <laughs> no problem. You've got you, how I check my watch. How much time do we have currently? On your 12 hour countdown? Yes. You've still got like 10 hours. You've got 10 hours. 
first bit of good news. <laughs> <laughs> but really, closer to six or seven would be better. I'm just saying, but no. Okay. So Hawks has been notified. Uh, who is Aiden contacting first otherwise? I feel like at the uh, hearing hearing Aiden say you've got like 10 hours and realizing that I'm going to get to the Karen a lot faster than that if I keep driving, I'm just going to pull into a like a, a gas station or something. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, that was text, but still. Oh, well. Yeah. No one's given, um, no one's given me a time frame, so I actually don't. Right, Mordico did over the over the totem phone. She did mention last time that they have twelve hours, and yeah. she said to Aiden, "Use it." Yeah, Aiden hasn't actually said that out. Li- hasn't actually said out loud that we're going to use all of that yet. Oh yeah. no, that's li- that is absolutely <laughs> legit. So I'm still heading mean, towards the care. If they don't have to, we're not going to. But but it's a window. Yeah. Um. Do you find a Sinclair? You pull in. There's a green dinosaur on a sign. You know. (laughs) So. The level of gravity that the situation desires. uh Um. Was it? Who was it that was in? In. No, it's great. I am going to. I'm going to try to get in touch with. Natalie first. Natalie Martinez? Yes. Okay. Only two. Two Uh people left on my list. Three, but one of them wants to kill me, and we're going to meet her in a few hours. (laughs) You'll be able to find her whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's not a concern. (laughs) Do they they Um, sell alcohol in convenience stores in Colorado? In World of Darkness, they sure fucking do. All right, Sal hops out of the car and hits the (laughs) All right. Um, I'll go with him. Okay. How long has Aiden had this phone that he's currently using? Would this be the same phone that he had in uh, in Denver when he was living here? So, yes, and I feel like he would have kept the phone, used a different one at first, and then at some point transferred them all over. Okay. So if that would, makes sense. Nat, so it would Natalie the recognize phone. the phone number? Yes. Would, it, yes. Would Natalie would recognize the number that's dialing. Mm-hmm. It. Okay. It rings twice. Okay. And then you hear that sort of vague, faint dead air for a minute that is somebody has answered but hasn't said anything yet. Right. And then Fuck you, dream, and clang, hangs up. All right, moving on. And then it rings back immediately. Okay. From Natalie. Okay. All right, I deserve that. How do you answer? No, that's what I answered. All right, I deserve that. What do you want? So, I would like at some point, I don't know if you've been, been informed, I'm in town. Isaac told me. Okay. I want, I would like, ideally, if you're okay with it, if you're not, I understand, to talk. Ideally, I would like to do this 
on your convenience. Certain recent events have made that difficult for me to 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 enable. It's a weekend. Um, where are you? If you're okay with. Oh, you want to do this in person? Ideally, we can talk over the phone if that's easier for if that's better for you. I can hide in my room if we do it over the phone. Okay, fair. You can hear walking and a door click. So. Yeah. Shit. Um, Like I said, I deserve that. For one of several possible reasons. I mean, like the fact that my brother's dead? That's one of them. Um... I'm going to be honest, I don't know what you know that I don't know how much you want to know. I don't... Mom and Dad won't talk about it. Do you want to know? If you I don't, don't know, that's do okay. I? I can't answer that. Um, I'm not saying I'm getting... I'm not saying do you want to know all, all the all the worst details I just I literally don't know what you know about the situation what happens I know what a lot of the things that are going around about me are everybody died and you ran away at its basis level that's accurate it ignores a lot. Are you back to fix that? E- I can't fix that. Yeah. I'm back because it was wrong for me to run. Why did you? Because it was told to me that... If I wanted to stay alive, and I'll be honest, I didn't really care, but people guilted me into thinking I probably should stay alive, that I should not be here. Okay. Here's what I can tell you. And I don't know if any of this matters to you in terms of changing how you see any of it. And if it doesn't, that's fine. We we were hit uh, completely unawares. I wanted to stay. Alexander told me to go. Directly, unequivocally told me 
that was my job. I didn't, I did have the option, but somebody at least needed to warn the sept. Says you. Says Alec. Said Alec. Everybody, everybody says you. Nobody really. Nobody walked away from that except you. Correct. And you could say whatever story you wanted. Nobody will be able to know whether that it's true or not. Correct. I'm about to resolve that later tonight. I can tell you it's true, but I understand if you don't believe it. I just, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. And somewhere in my head, I decided that regardless of whether it did or not, what regardless of what happens, it would be unfair of me not to give you the chance to say whatever you might want to say. That you didn't have the chance to because I left. Look, I know I'm just kin, but... There's never just in that phrase. You're supposed to protect people. It's what you... That's what you guys are for. It's what you guys were always for. You're right. What good is all of this if when things get really bad... It doesn't even work. There is... Unfortunately... The things that we fight are also very, are as good at striking us as we are them. This is out of nowhere. I didn't, we, bullets came before we even knew there was a threat. So yeah, we failed. your brother, and others.
because they were better than us that night. So, and I'm sorry for that. What else do we do then? What if if that if it's just you flip a coin and that's who lives? What's We get what else better. do we do? We make sure that doesn't happen again. You better not. I am sorry. Yeah, a lot of people are. I know. If, depending on what happens tonight, If you want to talk about this further, however you want, I'm open to that. I owe you that much at the very least. Okay. If not, that's also okay. Because this is about you, not me. Well, my birthday's in a couple months, and then my parents can't tell me what to do anymore, so. Fair. It's supposed to be at dinner. Okay, bye. Click. All right. And he's just quiet for just a couple mo couple moments. All right. That's the easy one, too. I don't know if the other one would even have a phone number. But if she does, I'll call her, too. Okay. Can Sal and Dakota get back into the car at this point? Yeah. What is the what is the mood like? Alex is in the back probably frantically scribbling down notes. <laughs> oh, I have opening pause. arguments to make. Yeah, and this is this is a like... this is a blazer that's been turned into a flatbed, right? Uh, it's a blazer with the with the with the cover off, yeah, in the back. Yeah. And a big fuck off toolbox. Yeah, so uh, Ingvar is probably in the back, just sort of staring up at the sky, uh, uh, just sort of arm spread. Uh, Granya is laying like halfway out the window, like she's like like feet up on the passenger seat, leaning back in the window with a cigarette in one hand and a bottle of beer in the other. Dakota will sit down next to Alex looking over her shoulder and hand her a bag of chips. Um, Sal gets in and just sort of sits there, looks over at Aiden. What does Aiden look like just having gotten off this phone call? Uh, quiet, 
Um, there is, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Uh, let's see how well he's, 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 he's looking to be doing. Um, the manipulation subterfuge. Yep, if you're trying to shield it, standard yep. difficulty. If Sal's trying to read through it, what's an empathy standard difficulty? There's three successes. All right. Three successes. All right. Uh, <laughs> Ty goes to the defenders, which yep. is in this case yep. Aiden. So, but I always like like. He's definitely not okay, but he's not, which that's, that's sort of more the thing that he's, 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 he's trying to, to, to play off a little bit. Um, he's not okay. Meta, he's probably way more not okay than he's playing, than he seems. Um, but he's not damn it I had a it's right on the 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 words on the tip of my tongue um it's not he's hurt but he's okay I think is probably the best way to put it okay um Sal just doesn't say anything, just kind of looks at him for, for a beat, reaches into the bag and just holds out an unopened bottle of rye. He weighs it off. Oh, rye alcohol. <laughs> I went to bread. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unopened bottle of bread. <laughs> they do sorry. call they do sorry. call beers liquid bread. Yeah, I yeah, no, but my brain just sorry. Go ahead. Hey, here you go, boss. You look terrible. Get this pumpernickel down you. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, he weighs it off. All right, it's so an appreciative it, look, but just takes it back, digs in the bottle, pulls out a pulls out a can of a microbrew and holds that out. Nope. All right, uh, cracks open the microbrew himself. Dakota will offer Aiden a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so he's getting all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank yes. you, Jeremy, for already laughing. <laughs> Eat you all. Um, yeah. All right. No. Does he take the chips? It's, he'll take a chip. What? A Sal, chip. Sal Sal kind of glares at at Dakota, but it, like in an obviously cartoonish fashion, and goes, "Teach his pet." She gives Sal like big puppy dog eyes. Uh, all right, that's the one that can't potentially kill me. See how the other one goes. Alan Mercea? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Answers however, after the first ring. Okay. However, this one should know better. Rhea? 
Young Dream. I'd ask how you're doing, but I'm going to take a wild shot in the dark and say you're pretty well abreast of situations right now. I am doing as I have always done. (laughs) So. So. Seems that you have an affinity for the theurges of my tribe. Should I expect Margrave Yuri to be joining your peck next? This one found me. Hmm. She shows promise. Yes, she does. Um, so Jesus, I don't even I don't even know what to say to you to be honest, Rhea. Um well you are the last person who spoke to my protege. Mm-hmm. And you are still breathing, so I feel like you can take some comfort from that. Fair enough. Um, that is that that is an incredibly valid point. Um, would it be fair to say then? You don't necessarily buy the argument being put forward by some as to what went down that night. I taught my Alexander well. If you were who Bloodsbane thinks you are, he would have known. Or you are good enough at it that it would not have mattered had he known. Fair. All that said, I should have at the very least come and see you before I left. You should have done no such thing. Okay. The longer you stay, the more risk you are at. And I will not have it be that the less surviving member of my project throws his life away just to make a stupid apology to an old woman. It would be wasted effort. Um... Well, that being the case, this might be this might be a good time to ask what you're up to tonight. Well, I had planned to stay home and watch my stories, but there is a better story happening at our sept tonight, so I will be in attendance. That is fantastic. I am looking forward to seeing you. I will see you in a bit, Rhea. How many piroshkis you want? 
Say even five. Five is an odd number. <laughs> it's even in terms of five, ten, fifteen, twenty, Ingvar. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it, Ingvar. Makes sense. And the phone hangs up. All right. <laughs> well, that's good and bad. Sounded like it went better. It did. Give me an intelligence but, and alertness for calculating a memory. Yeah, okay. Intelligence alertness. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just standard difficulty on this. Nope. Because those ones. Okay. I think... You remember a story about Mercea becomes the Storm's Piroshkis. Okay. It was either she makes them for her friends or she makes them for people she's waiting to watch die. I mean, in either case on this one, fair, okay. It might be both, but it's definitely at least one of them. It's definitely at least one of them, yeah. No, legit, <laughs> legit, legit. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that is mostly good news. I think we can count on her. Because if nothing else... It would be a real waste of her grand experiment. And she's pragmatic enough. And whatever else. This is the first time you've heard her reference the Heart of Thorns pack as her own personal project, apparently. Yes. But I, I feel like that's Aiden a little bit news. The, I feel like Aiden kind of assumed that was the case. Uh huh. But yeah, no, legit. Yeah, we're good. That those phone calls went about as well as they possibly could have. Well, could have gone slightly better, but it's fine. All right. What is the name of the gatekeeper again? Uh, Aurora Blaze. Um, do we uh, just do we want to call Aurora Borealis, or uh, are we leaving that till later? Ah, uh, Sir Jeremy tries to remember why. Um, the 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 concept was um, to ostensibly calling and saying hey if, if if shit goes bad can you open a um oh yes get us out of there but the actual reason being let's lay the groundwork for uh isabel being batshit crazy and not being willing to let this thing go forward in good faith okay I mean, that's something where I mean, it... Grania, it shouldn't be me making that call. Oh. Grania, you're probably more familiar than anybody here with them. So you'd be a logical contact point. 
Uh, sorry, I missed the. I missed who the them we're talking about is. The gatekeeper. The 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 the. the, the oh, not the gatekeeper. The person who does the opening of the. The 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 opening Karen or opening Keymaster Moonbridge. New Moonbridges. Yep. Mm-hmm. There are many words in Werewolf the Apocalypse, and I don't think I said any of them in there, but that's okay. You know who I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> so sorry. So the the parts with the Moonbridge. Correct. Right of the open, yeah, that thing. I mean, I can, I can, I mean, I can just chat and talk to him. But I thought uh, that was something that Mariko was going to do, unless she's doing something else. I mean, I was guess she's doing. Mariko something else. is probably currently, if we're lucky, either a being positioned in the umbra to talk to us to talk to a totem spirit or be probably not necessarily in a position to talk to the gatekeeper speaking of camera shifts Monica you're yep. seated in the uh, Karen Hart a mm-hmm. uh, little ways uh, away from that large lightning struck uh, tree fragment and Hawks Wandering steps over looks at Long Barrel, who's still there doing sentry duty. So, this is the hostage for Dreams Pack. He nods. You do know that that pack has several ragabashes. Glasswalkers. You can see his eyes narrow a little bit. It's my job to make sure that this cairn doesn't get damaged in any way. On both sides. And if you throw two new moon glasswalkers at a problem... I think we can at least say goodbye to the power system around here, if not several other things. Can see his mouth twist a little bit. I'm going to pull rank on you here, Long Barrel. I'm taking her into the Umbra. You have my word, she'll be back. Within plenty of time. But I do not want to risk damage to my cairn from an out-of-town pack. Can see him kind of fur his brow a little bit. At that, Mordeca will shift deliberately. Mm-hmm. Although it might look natural. Because um, she's usually so still. And she will say, out of respect for your pack and the honor of my situation here, I will admit that we do have the two Glasswalker Ragabashes who I have heard in my hearing discuss how they would break into a cairn like this 
they are capable. My alpha would not allow it, but they have both violated his orders in the past. <laughs> All of which is technically true. This is the best pack <laughs> ever. I do not intend to dishonor our agreement, but I will say you might want to have something in place if they did decide to sneak in, thinking that they were rescuing me. You may want to ensure that they know that I'm in no danger and that you intend to honor our agreement. Give me a... Manipulation, manipulation. <laughs> no, it's definitely manipulation. Yeah. And expression, probably. Expression, I can't argue for etiquette. <laughs> Be I mean, it is technically, you know, you're in, you're invoking tradition. Yeah, I could say etiquette. Mm. Okay. Difficulty what? Uh, difficulty seven. And her specialization will apply. Hell so yeah, it does. Five, five successes. Five successes. That's an exceptional success. That counts. Mm. See his eyes narrow. Actually, I need to make a roll for a long barrel, too, now that I think about it. It's unlikely that he'll... be able to match that, but we will see. <laughs> oh, wow, it just rolled it. Wait, yeah. At difficulty six? Oh, there's the problem. I was like, wait a minute. There we go. He doesn't have a specialty. Um, he definitely knows that something's going on, but he doesn't know specifically what. And Hawks does outrank him. Go ahead, then. But I will speak to my alpha. Hawks gives him a very polite and, for a guru, pleasant nod. All right, on your feet. Let's go. I mean, she's obeying, obviously. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, this is this is one of those. She's just, she's just doing exactly as she's told. Yep. And she steps probably, because you were seated against the wall, she steps probably about 10 steps out, so almost halfway between where you were sitting and the actual Karen Hart itself. And goes to open the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Which is a gnosis difficulty of the gauntlet here. Do, do, do. 
No pool mod. Difficulty six. Two successes. Plenty to get through. And the two of you to the other side. Um, you have probably been on this side of the gauntlet in the Cairn before as yeah. a theurge. So you're familiar with the surroundings. Everything is... It's very composed. It's almost perfect in a sense. There's an, there's a fantastic balance between the wild and the other aspects. And dominating the area is this hulking form. But in the real, where it's just this large, burn-scarred, lightning-struck tree fragment, um, here... It's shaped a little more differently and it's slowly pulsing. The same sort of pulse that you would see from something breathing. There's actual steam rising from it, from the massive amount of body heat that's put off by this thing. Hawks just sort of nudges you forward. Hmm? Whether by contact or gesture. Hmm? I was going to say, yeah, if, it, if it's if she starts going for the... Uh... Movement. I mean, Mordico's going to start moving forward anyway to avoid mm-hmm. being touched. Yep. And as you move forward, this thing kind of unfolds itself a little bit and stands up, and it's this immense bison. There are scars down its shoulder and some down its back. All heavy, old injuries. Healed. Nothing that's actually still open or fresh. There's a weight of age and wisdom and memory to this entity. The eyes glow ever so slightly, the way sometimes a dog's will almost from the interior when you shine a flashlight on it in the dark. But instead of that sort of yellowish pale, It's a deep red glow. And there are rivulets of blood streaming down the two stout but razor-pointed horns that jut from its brow. And this is the Cairn spirit. Ever-blooded horns. The bison totem of the Sept of Forgotten Questions. Hmm. Say that again name ever-blooded horns of the set of what forgotten questions which is the sept for denver yep right all right mordico will approach she's going to probably i think what she does that doesn't affect anything does it it does because of the stupid fun I was going to say she would shift into lupus, but that affects manipulation for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's, even though she'd be speaking in spirit speech and everything. Yep. All right, whatever. She stays on then for reasons. Okay. Um, she approaches, she does the thing where she drops to the ground and sort of exposes her belly and her neck. And it looks silly in, you know, human form, but that's just who she mm-hmm. is. Um. And she says, 
ever so you in. you know that you know that the rules of the sept and the cairn are you never speak first oh yeah no. ever blooded horns yeah no she just no this is this mm-hmm. is to hawks oh okay mm-hmm. um and she says i need to ask questions let me ask them but if needed step in i will not see aiden die if i fail she gives you a sort of your funeral shrug yep <clears throat> at which point you feel the hot breath wash over you and the voice of the spirit how are my children now you are you know as a member of the sept that part of the agreement is that those guru who operate in the real are actively involved in assisting with the bison population recovery in the area that's part of the agreement with ever-blooded horns for him to be the karen's patron spirit okay does she know anything <laughs> uh give me an intelligence and alertness difficulty six hmm. i mean difficulty alertness okay oh wait what was it what did i just say it's a difficulty and alertness great good job um, what was that <laughs> Intelligence, intelligence and alertness difficulty six this is the point where where, where Mirko's like well we're trying really hard but there's this one bitch isabel who just keeps fucking it up yeah zero successes you I don't was... know any details so it's going to be one of those give your best answer you're like well moose are kind of like bison and I <laughs> bad news. no 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 hold on no she she's she's better than that give me a second <laughs> Just because I can't think of it immediately doesn't mean Mordico wouldn't. She'd have something already ready because she would have already known she doesn't know any details just because I didn't know. Uh, She'll say, um, there has been no notable change, but we are not losing this war. We will continue to fight for your children. Good. Another wash of that exhaled breath. You can smell the sort of coppery blood tinge on it. Mm -hmm. Tell me why you have come. I seek knowledge of the past in order to preserve the future. There is something here that we have been trying to identify in order to prevent it from surfacing. Our enemy has been unearthing it. There's a pause and then... Are you following your father's quest then? No. My father 
made his choices. His, his fight was just, but it is not the way. We have our Gaian imperatives. We know what we are meant to do. And what he sought is not that. I seek to halt what is happening in the other world now, not trying a gambit to end the war in a single blow. What is this threat in the other world then that you need my counsel? And this is where I don't have it in my notes, um, but you should. Okay. Mor Morico would repeat exactly word for word what the fox. Oh, God. Um... Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Uh, what the fox said um, exactly of the like how, how it was described um, as a spirit to a spirit. I just don't have it in my notes. I apparently did not write it down exactly. Oh, the um, something ancient and powerful. Dwarves. Mountains bury a great evil that can reach yeah. the surface. That one? Yeah. Yep. yep. Ah. You speak of the child of destruction buried under the front range as the two-legged walkers call it now. It was locked there long ago by the Wendigo and the Uktena. But I am possibly the only one still here that remembers. May I ask what the child of destruction did or will do if they manage to unearth it and release it to the surface? Many will die on both sides of the gauntlet. The landscape of the world has changed. I do not know what it will try to consume first. Or what method it will choose for its predations. Do you but know? it would be oh. best if it stayed buried. If it cannot be destroyed. Do you know how they stopped it before? With many rituals. It was bound and forced into slumber. Should it awaken, I do not believe we still in this sept of yours have the ability to rebind it. Those ceremonies were lost to your people. 
I don't think I have anything. Okay. So she's going to, Mordico pauses and moves into like a sitting position. As she says, sort of under her breath, noted. And then looks back up at the bison, not making eye contact because not making eye contact, not even with a bison. Um, and says, my pack aims to stop those unearthing it. Will you grant us your blessing to do so? There's a pause. Give me a... Give me a charisma and a cult role, I'll say. Difficulty six. Can't argue for wits. (laughs) Don't know what this is for. Oh, you're muted, so give me a second. What's up? I can't, I can't argue for wits instead of charisma. No, this is basically can you present this in a way that will get what you want? You want to, you want to spend a word? I would say I can't argue manipulation. <laughs> Not in this case. Oh, it's hard to manipulation yeah. a spirit of wisdom. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to spend a willpower? Honestly, uh, uh, yeah, I do, but I don't know if I can. Can I spend a willpower on this? Can I just try really hard? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, she's trying really hard <laughs> to not fuck this up because Aiden's life is in the balance of it. Hey, hey, hey two successes. Two, two yeah, no, successes. She's, she's, she's good at a cult. She's just not good at charisma. Right. <laughs> Surprising no one. You have my blessing. There is a hint of a real genuine smile on Mordico's face at that. She's keeping her head pretty much like not quite at him. But yeah, no, there's a, there's an actual smile. Yep. And as he says that, the nostrils flare. And this time it's an inhale. Mm-hmm. And then he turns his back to you and hunkers back down in that same position that he was before you approached. And you definitely get the feeling that this conversation's probably over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Question. Was that just a, sure, go ahead. Was that a, like, tangible effect that might be able to be represented to others? Well, that's, that's not really important. The, 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 the totem said it. That's yeah, all the she totem needs. said it and Hawks Wandering is a witness. Yep. That's and that's all, all that needs to happen because that then you make the argument. Do you want to go ask oh, him? Oh, yeah. Mort- Mordica already has her next yeah. like three steps. Like she yeah. already knows what she's doing. <laughs> she she already has the next three things of how she uses this. Fair. That was all she needed was that. As a listener, curious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. But yeah, you no, guys will find out. Yep. Listeners. I was gonna say, uh, if I if assume Mark was gonna report. I was just gonna say she's she's about to she's about to talk to Aiden. Alrighty, she's got to take it away. What she's just done. Oh, sorry, over the totem phone, Aiden. Yep. I have the information. What they're digging for 
what they are trying to unearth. Okay. Bison, ever-blooded horns, called it the child of destruction, buried under the front range. That sounds bad. Yes. I give I give Aiden a no shit look from the driver's seat. Like, <laughs> really? That was your takeaway? <laughs> yes, it sounds bad. He's not wrong. Um, over the totem phone still. With this, I will speak to Gray Snow. I have the blessing of the totem to continue to pursue this. Once Gray Snow knows that what I sought was real and a threat, he will support you over Isabel or risk losing face and he will not lose face right that's good that makes it that cuts down on the uh, on the shenanigans yes also which is all we're looking for at this point will o'connelly bartered that if we could bring him something real he would help yep you have information now sure do use it all right i will tell you if i learn anything more all right nice work noted (sighs) oh shall i turn the truck around and we go get lady's uh big knife back I mean, as much as it makes me itch, having a yes. silver like that on us would be pretty good. The bone, the the fang dagger is not silver. No. No, it's, yeah, that's it's, right. It's the other one that makes me itch. It's yeah, yeah it's, the, it's web cutter, the one that I still yeah. have. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I I mean, not even in regard to the, not even in regard to to what we're about to do. I want that back in in your hands as soon as possible. All right, last Legitimately chance. Legitimately as soon as possible. Last chance for anyone to go take a pee break. I say, looking at those that didn't leave the truck. You're muted, Jack. That's what a window's <laughs> for. Jeremy, what's the ringtone on Aiden's burner phone that he called uh, Bloodsbane Ab- on? Absolutely un. Uh, just. He saves his ringtones for his good phone. (laughs) Well, that goes off. That's just a waste of money. Hold that thought before you start driving. What's paint? So the original timetable still stands. Mm -hmm. I gave you 12 hours before we visit some sort of vengeance on your hostage. Right. Just just quick note. I don't think that was ever actually said to Aiden. That was something Mordecai overheard and reported to Aiden. What? 
The 12 hours? The, the 12 hours, yeah. She yeah. didn't say mm-hmm. that to him. No, she didn't say it directly to him. Okay. No. Okay, just making I, sure. Yeah, I'm assuming Aiden, Isabel yeah. assumes that it was communicated. I mean, how? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know of Mordecai's abilities. She has a... No. Well, no, she was told yeah. of Mordecai's abilities by Grace No. I don't think she was there. Isabel wasn't That's in, the, in, who in that were space. That's overhearing. No, it was, no, she was overhearing Grace No and, and uh, Isabel's alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I regardless. I, yeah, regardless, but yes. Okay, go ahead. Information, information flows, guys. Yeah, information I, yeah, I just, flows. Yep. I just, I just wanted to be like, like make sure it wasn't just one of those like she knew yep. that she had given Aiden twelve hours. He knows yep. how, I he, how he knows just, that is you know. I'm just getting my ducks in a row. I will be judgment there. will commence in one hour. I'm going to need you to clarify the difference between those. Oh, you've got 12 hours to show up. If you want your theurge in one piece. If you want to say anything before we all decide what we're doing with you, you've got one hour. All right. Hey. How we will get your it? fang dagger when yeah. we can. We don't have I was about to say how far is it in either direction? <laughs> it would take you about two hour yeah. eh, hour and a half to make the round trip from where you're at now. Okay, so we just go straight there then. All right. We yeah. There's a front we need to is, get is, is anyone going to tell more to go this? Yes. <laughs> if any of you pee out my out the window on my fucking truck, I'm killing you. And I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was that on speaker? Did the rest of us hear that? No, but he's gonna. Yeah, we have an hour to get there. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? Let me rephrase it... that. We have an hour until judgment is passed, so I'm assuming we have like a half hour to get there, if that. I'm already speeding. <laughs> Thank you. Mariko? Yes? The time frame has been moved up. You're fine regardless. But we have an hour until judgment is passed. Noted. Um... And she starts already moving towards Hawks wandering to say, I need to speak to Grace now. Now. Jack. Oh, do driving. you? One All sec. Right. Well, yeah. While let's driving. see what's happening. One second. What was that, Sen? Uh Yeah, Jack. While, while I'm driving, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to look and see how this works really quick. I'm going to use my plug and play. If I can, it's one of those things where I don't. I, I'm, the, the the ability is so vague. I'm not sure if it works this way. I'd like to try to use my plug and play to make sure I have nothing but green lights. Which uh, I think is a thing hmm. you can do because I think Sal did that once, but I don't know if it's a thing. I don't know if if our current understanding of plug and play says we can do that or not. That, Sal Sal actually has a fetish that does that. I was gonna say that's a different. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're... I don't remember using. I don't remember hearing plug and play I for thought, that one. I thought Sal so, used plug and play. For that. No, because okay, no, yeah, mm-hmm. is that a thing it, plug and play it... can do? Yeah, no. Mm. no, because basically what plug and play does means that all of your tech is universally compatible with all other tech, but traffic lights generally don't work on a remote control system. They work on either a pressure weight or a timer. I mean. 
they also have some of them do also have remote triggers because that's how certain government forces yeah but you would need to be at a computer that's hooked in which your phone is not in contact with your phone your phone could absolutely control that computer if you got yeah, yeah. if you got to the computer but yeah you would have to yeah it's okay never mind you, you're you're missing one of the necessary links in the daisy chain between your phone and that traffic light okay yeah and so so, so wait nope, one second yeah and then back up because when she said i need to talk to grace no there was more just i didn't want to over uh, talk send mm-hmm. um i need to talk to grace now in public where people can hear me talking to him how many people at least one of Isabel's pack, or Bloodsbane, sorry, she would call it Bloodsbane. Bloodsbane pack, probably at least one other. Scrambles would be ideal, but any will work. Anyone who he would not wish to lose face in front of. That includes you. No, he definitely wouldn't want to lose face in front of me, although I'm probably lower on the list than Scrambles is. Hmm? Yes. All right. I'll see what we can arrange. Even if it's just to knock us back into the other side. Yep. yep. And yeah, she'll reopen the gauntlet and shunt you guys back across. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. As I say, because before that, she was going to say, you should say that you need to speak with him, not me, or that you believe I should speak to him. In for a penny, as they say. We owe her so much shit when this is all done. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, good news like... is I might be dead, so I may not have to pay wow. it back. You might, be off. you might be out, right? I was yep. gonna say, mm-hmm. yeah, no. This this will just this will this will keep going on on a little bit more of what Mordecai said because she's doing most of the big asks. Uh, let's see, do do blah blah blah. Grace Snow is so we will fast forward because yeah, she's she's keeper of the land. She can figure out where people are. And we will fast forward to you guys get back across the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Hawks does a little bit of elbow rubbing and maneuvering. And next thing you know, you are in a room with Hawks Scrambles, who is this very rangy shadow lord mm-hmm. ragabash dark hair dark eyes like lo- looks kind of classically shadow lord with just but that sort of shadow lord that doesn't really go on appearance all that much he's got like four days beard you know um definitely yeah. smells like he hasn't showered today kind of thing um yeah, so from the showering he's so close Yep. Morico thinks he's hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say four days beard is one hell of a deed name. <laughs> <laughs> and and a band name. Right. Okay, so so um, Hawk scrambles, Gray Snow. Hawk scrambles, Gray Snow, and Prophet of War. Mm. Oh, perfect. Okay. All right. So when she gets in there, she's going to immediately do her like, you know, 90 degree bow kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. this one she doesn't even have to roll for because she already knows exactly what she's here for. Um, and she's going to do the general sort of greet, and then she's going to zero in on Grace Snow. And she is going to say, Grace Snow, forgive me for not mentioning it earlier, 
but I do have news for what you have sent me to work upon. As you know, you did not want me to look into intrepid energy. And there's a significant pause alone and use the resources of our set incorrectly. I have done as you intended for the benefit of our set. I know what they seek to unearth. The child of destruction that was once bound by the Wendigo and the Uctena, as I am certain you have long suspected might be the case, is what they seek. My pack, with the blessing of bison, oh, sorry, bison, she would call them, ever-blooded horns, will continue to work on this as soon as this personal business of Bloodsbane is concluded. He kind of folds his hand a little bit and leans forward. And, oh, I forgot to mention, this is important. As she says that, she looks up and makes direct eye contact with him. The smile breaks over his face. You do your father proud, young one. Oh, one quick. <laughs> uh, how dare you? Uh, that's a difficulty six. Oh, fuck you, dice. Yeah, she's fine. She's keep going. And do not worry. If this trial does not go in your pack's favor, I will take you under my wing. And we will ensure that these troubles do not damage except the forgotten questions. Thank you, Rhea. My Alpha believes strongly in seeing this to its conclusion. It would be a shame if misguided attempts at protecting the set were to hinder his efforts. But we will await the judgment. I simply hope it is not too late and gives our enemies, our real enemies, and she looks over at Prophet of War, not making eye contact. Then back to Grace now. The advantage. He doesn't say anything, just mm -hmm. kind of inclines his head graciously. Mm -hmm. Well, 
scrambles, stands up, stretches. Well, I'm sure this just got a hell of a lot more interesting, so best of luck, everybody. We're going to convene in like 20 minutes, so. Aiden, 20 minutes. Let's get things rolling, I guess. That's over the totem phone, obviously. You guys are about 10 minutes out. Okay. Um, Sal has been along the drive. Sal has some been going some measure of, yeah, you know, that, that was a real pain in the ass to sit and wait at that traffic light. You know, I used to have something that, uh, that, that was able to help us with this. You know, real great thing, real fast. You know, it helped a lot. You know, it was in my car that you fucking blew up. <laughs> Sorry, that is hilarious. Uh, I, 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 after, point, at that point, I was just gonna say, at sure. that point, because I am overage. Yeah, oh, no. this is so amazing. No. E brake Craig into the dash. Sorry, E brake Sal into the dash, and then go. <laughs> I like the idea that Granny is so angry. She meta edit to the pe- to the player, and not the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like break- shade all the way back. How how over rage are you? Dragon? One dot, just one dot. Okay, okay, good to know. I mean, know. it could Sal, go higher. Sal shotgun. I thought Aiden. I thought Aiden would shotgun. Oh, he breaks Sal into whatever surface is in front of him because he's definitely leaning <laughs> forward while giving her that. I, I feel like... <laughs> he's he's also he buckled in. That doesn't mean anything. It one hundred percent means he doesn't fly into something in front of him. Oh no. At that, Dakota will snap. Grania, calm down. Sal, shut up. You were shocked. All right, we got about 10 minutes, folks. <laughs> oh, God. Does Aiden get a point of rage? <laughs> sure. Aiden is... Okay, sure. I feel like Aiden is uncomfortably calm right now. I was just going to say, I feel like he's like supported by the warm comfy blanket of familiarity of his pack like <laughs> like yeah yeah this is fine so so yeah this, this is, is all good does that aiden is just that dog meme. yep all right yeah. yeah no aiden is just that dog meme on if fire. you don't want someone to frenzy that rage needs to go are you uh, no aiden's gonna grania yeah feeling a little out of control Let's just say I haven't quite gotten over being in a room with a crazy bitch yet. That is absolutely fair. As soon as we get to a veil-safe place, just shift forms a couple of times. Right. That's the easiest way to get rid of rage. Spend Mm -hmm. a point, I'm a lupus. Spend a point, I'm a homid. Done. (laughs) You know where you could have done that? In the back of my car. Oh my god. With its tinted windows. Sal, I swear to fucking God, shut up. Sal, not only did I enjoy blowing your ugly ass fucking car up, I'd do it again if you keep talking. Grania, I swear to God, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Grania and Sal both get a point of rage. God damn it. Hey, guess what? Both of your ragaboshes are over their match now. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting the... things happen when you hit a full 10 rage. So let me know if you hit that. Uh, hang Amazing. on. This is, this is the best, like, this is the most accurate have road trip walk, I've ever seen. The rest seven. of the way, 
There's there's just the slow, gentle, like drumming of Ingvar's fingers on the side of the truck as she's sitting in the bed. <laughs> All right, y'all. That needs to be a fucking sign. I know y'all can hear that. <laughs> and you guys pull up at this oh, long it's a, building. It's a hard pull up to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little bit of gravel I, spray. Because if I die. Because I didn't get there in time. You got to deal with her. <laughs> They're not dying. Park. You'll see. We um, no, I have complete faith. Yeah, once we get out. As you guys hop out. Or if you're even just looking around. Because you've, yep. you know, this thing has windows. And Grania, you recognize a couple people that are clustered around the uh, outside. Mm -hmm. Um, there are three werewolves in Hamid form. You recognize Curbstomp. Mm -hmm. You recognize Hardnox. Mm -hmm. And there's one other one there, a fairly slim, um, little bit on the shorter side, female with a pair of electric blue sunglasses that she's wearing. Oh, God. Uh, and she's dressed in just kind of rough street clothes, leather jacket over top. If Grania was only be Frost Mage. It, 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 oh, yeah. If I Grania, was going to say. If Grania wasn't three over her age, she'd mm -hmm. be happy to see them. Right. At the moment, though, she just goes. Oh, look, there's the fuckers that bug my fucking battery. Oh, Dakota will wave. <laughs> they wave back. Classic. Get out. Hey. Hang a moment, please. I need just one moment. We're just hanging out. Cool. Stuck in the <laughs> sitting in the driver's seat still. Moment, please. I need to talk to you for a second. Yeah. Everybody else gets well, out of the vehicle, sort of, I assume. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, in Ingvar, yeah. Ingvar steps out and just, I'm going to go survey the inside. Want to cool. to to uh, to Aiden. Awesome. Sounds good. You want I should come with? Yes, come along. <laughs> All right. Sal, so. Sal goes forward. There is a scraping noise as he moves along the car towards the front. Another if, rage for Grania. Yeah. If Ingvar catches that, she will stop that. Hang on. Oh, boy. <laughs> we kill each other out here before we even get to this. Hey, Garu over rage. Not great. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, if the scraping starts, you just hear the, the hammer of a gun click. Try it, Sal. Boy. Stop. Sal's, Sal's hand has gone back. So he's just setting, just uh, steadying myself against the side of the car. But his hand has gone to the, uh, the back of his waistband. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ingvar, get him to change. Get that shit out of him. Uh, Ingvar basically, like, puts an arm around Sal's shoulder and leads him inside. Well, that the two ragabash are the ones losing their shit. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. once uh, once they're inside, Ingvar immediately goes, 
Glabro and back right break your fucking legs. Uh, uh, come on, let's do it together. Angbar stares then, at him. And then Sal takes out a selfie. <laughs> come on. Come on. Fine. All right. Pulls out the phone. She'll indulge, she'll indulge it just to get him to spend his fucking rage. <laughs> All right. I'll spend, the, I'll spend a rage to turn to Glavro and then I'll uh-huh. take a selfie of us in Glavro together. Uh, Ingvar will just roll because she's she's fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, eight, you guys take care yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Aiden and Grenya. So everybody's gone. I have, oh, I no. Have, oh, no. I failed. I can't, I can't change right now unless I'm forced to. Oh, no. Wow. Oh shit. Yep. <laughs> it's a good a good thing to get that roll out of the way now though. I like that. How long how long is it? It just looks like it just looks like Grania's punking Sal at this point. <laughs> right. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Sal sends happens. the rage and shifts into Glabro. Ingvar looks like she was about to and just stays. And she 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 normally she'd be normally she'd be bothered by that, but she's like, oh no, I appear to be stuck. <laughs> well, I hope we don't have to fight. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, how long does that last? For a scene. For a a scene. For a scene. So if it's for a scene, does that count for just how long we're in the cairn? I know. That's determined on uh, on Jack. Yeah, because because yeah, that would that would make it so that she would not be able to shift if we were still in the cairn. That was part of the scene. Anyways, back in the car. All right. So a couple things. Yeah. One, we're gonna have to get that rage out of you. And a few choice targets I can point at too. Just shift once we get into the set. Please. I can't, I can't if the silver's around. We will get you away from the silver. I understand that. The thing I wanted to actually talk to you about. I want to preface this by saying I have. No doubts that this is going to turn out as well as it possibly can. I just don't know how well it possibly can is going to be. Everybody's going to do everything they need to do to exceptional levels. But I think you know and I know we don't work within a fair system. It's fine. It's the way it is. If something goes wrong, and by goes wrong, I think you know what I mean. If you bite the bullet. If I'm dead, not an instant before, and he's going to hand over his phone. I need you, there is a text thread in there. I need you to send those messages out. It's to each of you in the pack. Not an instant before. Looks down at it. Um, sort of reaches into her vest and like slips it into an inner pocket where it's hidden. Mm-hmm. Right, got it. Also, I realize I'm putting this on you and you're not probably in the right place for it right now. Whatever happens, it would be suicide for the lot of you 
to attack Isabel if she kills me in ritual combat. Well, I'm aware. Should that happen, get everybody out of the sept. Every the pack, not everybody. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm suddenly having to be really specific about my wording and yeah, things. I am not Mordico, somewhere out there. Right? Mordico looks up, <laughs> wondering. Who is that? Specific with Mordico and Sal. I understand. Thank you. Hey, let's get me inside. All right, let's go see how this goes. Yeah, and he gets up and he gets out. Start heading in. So the uh, Crash Fantastic Pack, three of them are there. So is this whole, like, thing about you guys? Got our alpha. Hi. Got our alpha. What's going on? This is, like, because my cousin died, like, a year and change ago. Uh, Yep. Wouldn't they have addressed that before. Oh, it's a real long story. Someone in there's got a real murder hard on for Aiden, and we've got to go satisfy it. Which one? Isabel, she's a psychopath. She's not a psychopath, she's grieving. Now you have fucked up. I mean, I'm you can aware. be both a psychopath and grieving. And then, <laughs> like, the other two she's start laughing grieving. about something in response to the phrase, now you have fucked up, but not, like, about the fucking up. Right. Yep. She's not a psychopath. Although I mean, the distinction is practic in terms of practicality, the distinction is nil at this moment. So well, for fuck's sake, don't let us hold you guys up then. Now get on in there, I guess. Yep. See you later or not. Oh, we'll we'll come watch at least. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm going to step away from any tingling senses of silver uh, and then just very rapidly uh, Glabro, Krinos, Hispo, then natural shift back to Hamid. Okay. So burn three rage there. Go! <sighs> Calm down. As you guys enter, kind of in dribs and drabs, um, but you come in. Aiden, you haven't seen the interior of this place in over a year. Yep. But it is much how you remember it. It looks fairly normal in the first few do- first pair of doors that you go through. But the deeper into the building you get, the lower tech, the more baseline natural materials, less electricity, fewer luxurious modern amenities going into just a very well-built, primitive, for lack of a better word, structure. Mm -hmm. Until you get to the double doors that lead into the Cairn Heart. Okay. At this point, you catch up to the rest of your pack that preceded you because... The uh, doorkeeper pack, three of them. Those of you that arrived via Moonbridge still holding those large, long-bladed spears 
and in full Krynos form are just standing there in front of the door having indicated that everybody waits until the rest of the pack that's coming in gets here and you'll all be entering as a unit. Yep. So once the last of you finally shows up, they step aside. Two of them push a door open each. And you come into this long hallway lit by open torchlight. And there are about 25, 30 other werewolves in there. All gathered around. No chairs or anything have been left in the room. It is open and empty. With the exception of the Cairn Heart. This massive lightning-riven tree trunk broken off about 10, uh, 10, 12 feet up. Inside a natural grown patch of native plants that's rimmed about by about a two and a half foot tall dry stack stone wall. As you enter, all eyes turn. As, as all eyes turn, I, Ingvar would like to roll for the visage of Fenris to make her first impressions. Okay. Uh, difficulty on that is... Standard difficulty, but I require more successes to affect people of higher rank. That's right. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead and roll then. And I believe pure breed applies. Um, for this one... It, it has I, in the past, I should say. I was going to say, it's a social role. Yeah, it's charisma and intimidation. So yeah, social role for pure breed applies. Uh, okay, charisma and intimidation plus five. Ah, I didn't have my bonus dice. Try it again. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with with ones in, with ones involved. Okay. Uh, so three successes, so you will be able to affect anybody up to one rank above you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I am currently rank two, so two. anyone of rank three is also affected. Yep. <clears throat> Question: yeah. Where where is Mordico at this point, or was she brought back into the Umbra to wait? She was brought boss? back. Uh, no, she she would have been in the crowd, okay. and at this point. Um, so Long Barrel would still be on one side of you, Hawks is on the other. Hawks gives Long Barrel a look, he gives a nod, and you are sort of open gestured, go join your pack. What does it look like when Ingvar, like, flexes the visage of Fenris? For those of us that aren't Ingvar. Um, as she, as she enters, there is this, like, almost um, quiet rumble that sort of leaves her throat. Uh, the, 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 sort of, the sort of growl that very quickly spreads across a room. The sort of there is a predator that has entered the room that even has that reaction to non-predators. Um, and as she walks, there's this ever-present winter breeze even though it's the middle of like the fucking cairn um 
that sort of flutters her hair to make it uh, appear just that much more dramatic. And she just seems to be taller than normal, which is saying something because she's already very tall, even in Hamid form. Right. If, if it's like there's a weird bit of uh, supernatural force perspective <laughs> thrown in. <laughs> and it's it's somewhat difficult to draw attention away from her, basically. I get the idea that just in general, the zoom in, pan out mm-hmm. effect just yep. happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the background seems to shrink yes. a little bit, but she yep. remains the yep. same size in frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I may quote Terry Pratchett, it's the sort of growl that starts in one throat and ends in another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way Mordica would pull this off. So, is, right. yeah, I was going to say, is Moriko moving to yeah, join second. up with the rest of the wings? Yep. Right, and uh, while 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 Cena's thinking about that, Jack, how does the what's the general like reaction from the people gathered to the visage? Uh, give me a wits and empathy, standard difficulty. This is this is too. this is clearly yeah, the check. point where 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 Moriko uses their, her 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 mirror shades. To help the spirals come in and attack. Obviously. Yep. Uh, what, what difficulty, Jack? Uh, with an empathy, standard difficulty, diff six. Zero successes. Also zero successes. Two successes. Sure. I, I'll make that roll. Why not? I want to. I want to see how it works. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get anybody who's just below an elder, but I will hit like the vast majority of the ranks. Uh, what are we rolling? Wits and oh, empathy for a vibe empathy. check if yeah. you want. Mm, yep. Sure, why not? Wits empathy diff six. So far said? we diff six. So far we only have two successes for Alex. Two. There we go. There uh, we go. Assuming assuming that reading emotions applies seven. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Three. Sal gets three. So with the exception of Aiden, there's a ripple through the crowd as you guys come in. Definitely there's some kind of tilting of the head, especially at Ingvar. Oh, okay. You get the idea that people were not expecting someone of that caliber to I be don't accompanying. Wanna, I don't want to interrupt, but this is one of the things that she was going to do is once she's been given the uh, like, look, go, go, mm-hmm. if that has happened within this period of time, uh, Mordico's reactivating her whisper catching. Okay. And that's just a um, willpower spend. Yep. yep. Aiden, as you look across this group, you see the faint impetus of impression that Ingvar has, uh, has invoked across most of the crowd. But underneath it, there is a focused anger that pervades most of this room. Not the general lunar rage, but a personal anger at Aiden. At Sal, right? Sal hasn't spoken yet, so you're pretty sure it's mostly. Okay, at you. that's a valid point. 
That's a valid point. Get, I mean, get, he's get to speak. Double barrel blasting with his fingers up. Yeah. But. <laughs> so I came in blasting. Yeah, no, yeah, legit. And then Dakota's just, may I offer you an egg in this? Trying time. Um, um, does Mordico hear anything actually said? No. Yeah, so no, nobody's actually said anything, though, yet. No, what okay. you hear are growls. Right. Can you, Most, can you, from, from all corners of the room. From all corners of the room. Okay, yeah, not, not one in particular that sounds louder than any other? Nope. Okay. Yeah, it's just going to be trying to hear if anybody says shit under their breath. Yep. Because she did take, she took it off for the whole yep. prep of the trial. This is a yep. different scene. <laughs> None of this surprises Aiden, so he doesn't Happy change his, his, his expression. And then Brooke Stream oh, okay. steps forward. Mordico, you know Brooke Stream as the truth catcher, mm-hmm. a Shadow Lord Philodox, one of the elders of the Sept, and definitely exactly who you would expect to be running oh, yeah. this sort mm-hmm. of thing. If there's a Supreme Court judge that lives here, Brookstream is it. Mm-hmm. Dream, I, I just... take your pack there. And Brookstream indicates one side of the room. He's going to make a gesture as if he, uh, as if, may I say something really quick? There's the kind of flared eyes of move and then talk. He okay, yep. He right. moves. Yep. From, Rhea, from wherever it's she was. Storm's dawn now. She gives you a nod. All he wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. From wherever she was, Mordico is going to do the thing where She'd be the only person currently moving at the moment, so there's a real good chance people are going to watch her move. Mm-hmm. She's going to be trying to move as just unobtrusively, I'm not important, what? I'm just some rando NPC uh, energy as she walks over to get to the pack, and she's going to put herself... Where Where is Ingvar standing in relationship to Aiden? Probably, like, directly at his shoulder. Yeah, which shoulder? Uh, left shoulder. Yeah, she's going to aim for Aiden's right shoulder. Okay. And stand exactly in the same way that Ingvar is standing, but she's going to be trying to do this in the most do-not-look-at-me-NPC energy possible. Give me a manipulation and stealth roll, then. What's my stealth? Yep. Stealth? Yep. Trying trying to be, you're trying, to, you're trying to be unobtrusive. You're trying to yeah. be unobtrusive. All right, what, is, what was it? What was it? To have NPC face. Yeah, I mean, manipulation, she has NPC face. Manipulation and stealth. Boring. Yeah. Difficulty eight. All eyes are focused on Aiden, yeah, so yeah. it's gonna. Okay, she has one in stealth. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. So manipulation on eight. Yep. Can can she use any willpower on this? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's trying really hard. Yeah, if she's trying really hard, she can use willpower. She's she's making this as. Uh... Can I can I argue it's slightly easier because a guy in a flaming tracksuit is also standing there. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not moving. That's the problem. Is she's the only person we're, moving. We're, we're all moving. Yeah, we're, yeah, walking, so, yeah. we're walking to the position we've been pointed to. Yeah, I don't know if she managed to get there before it's she started. Eight. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if she managed to get start doing that anyway before she got knew where she was supposed to go. Hey! Hey! Three successes. Yep. 
no, you, and you move and you know that the motion catches a couple eyes, but all eyes are on Aiden right now. Yep. Yeah. She doesn't want anybody really paying attention to the fact that that's Moriko. As you guys begin to cluster up on this one side of the Karen Hart, there's that sort of unified sound of mass movement, that sort of whoosh, as the entire rest of the sept moves to the opposite wall. Leaving only the four figures of the elders standing in the middle. Brookstream tilts her head to the larger crowd on the opposite side, gives a nod, and Bloodsbane steps out, rolling her shoulders. Over, over the over the totem phone, Grani just goes, did you manage to piss off every single person in the sept, Aiden? Have I not told you the story of what happened, and can you not imagine how that's been spun since I left? Moriko is going to say very quietly, I am right here, standing next to him. Thank you. No. And Aiden, you also see, there in the crowd becomes the storm. Okay. Hawks wander. This is just where the sept is. Yeah. And you know you have some people that are at least sympathetic to you. Right. Mixed in there among them. Okay, he's just standing there calmly, uh, legitimately probably in it at like at uh, at ready position. Hands behind back. Legs slightly spread, just waiting patiently for it to start. And as Isabel steps out of the crowd, you all saw that sort of blast of cold wind and the dropping of the temperature that happened around Ingvar as she entered the room. Bloodsbane steps out. And there's a similar waft that catches a little bit of the hair. But in lieu of cold wind, you almost hear the echo of war cries, the shout in the high guru tongue of a call to battle. And her perspective almost warps slightly as she steps out. She's wearing a fur sort of collared long jacket. Her hands in gauntleted fingerless gloves sort of clench and the nails have lengthened and pointed just slightly as she activates her own visage of Fenris and stands up. The foot hits the top of that stone wall with an almost reverberating impact that somehow doesn't shift the stone, but definitely calls more attention.
How does as that Gaia's happen? chosen children, I take this place to present to you the coward and criminal called Aiden Taylor, once known as Dream for Judgment in the eyes of Gaia, Luna, and the nation alike. All of you know how he fled from the deaths of his former pack, the pain of whose loss all here can still feel, whose deaths were but foreshadows of the loss of another pack so freshly taken from us all this very year. I contrived to have him brought before this ring of judgment to answer for his actions and to determine the extent of his total crimes. There is, in fact, circumstantial evidence to warrant this trial and to try and determine if this coward is directly in league with the worm and its servants or has simply blatantly shamed his auspice, his pack, and the nation. I call upon the master of the right, Gray Snow, honored of Falcon, to determine if it can be detected the manifest corruptions of the worm within this failed guru. There's a ripple through the crowd. Gray Snow steps forward. When he does, Mordico looks up because she has been looking down. And he's too far away to really make eye contact, but she mm-hmm. is making eye contact from this far away. Okay. If he looks over at her. His eyes do drift over to the pack. It's a little hard to tell if he looks directly at Mordico at any point. Seems like he's mostly focused on Aiden. Mm-hmm. He holds out a hand. Do you surrender in good faith to my right? I do. To yeah. determine. Then step forward. And he does. Anybody who wants to try and figure out how this is going can give me a wits and empathy. <laughs> Difficulty seven. Can, can you also tell us how... Um... Visage of Fenris hits for people not in the, the user's pack. Like, how how are the rest of us feeling? Because we're all lower, at least equal or lower rank than, than her, right? I get... Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all lower rank. The, the, impress, the impression is palpable. This person is exhibiting an iconic sort of poster child of what they as a get of Fenris are intended to represent mm. within the nation as an entity. So mechanically, yes. they are more impressive to you now than they would have seemed just normally. And, and their roles against impressive. you are at reduced difficulty to that extent. For social roles specifically. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you were to try to attack them, you would lose. Uh, you would your initiative would drop by one. Okay. Um, at a situation like this, um, and I mean, I will I won't be coy about it. Uh, Sal's instinct would be 
when she comes out dressed like that would be to use plug and play to start playing cake's short skirt long jacket to undercut the impact of this grand entrance but i i uh, I don't, I don't are you playing it? Of... Are you playing it on your phone? <laughs> well, um, I there mean, there are no I'll... electronics in sight. Yeah, he'd <laughs> yeah, yeah. be playing it on that. But, but the question is, like, is that, is that something that would be sort of irritating, or is that something that would be just a huge breach of of sept etiquette? Because that's something that it South would be a would massive know. breach of sept okay. etiquette. Right. Yeah, no, and South violates shit like right. that. That's the equivalent of, you know, throwing a tomato in a courtroom when when the plaintiff walks in. You don't do that shit. You get thrown out. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Sal would right. know it. I Sal, Sal, yeah. right. Sal's, Sal's, Sal's cognizant enough of that sort of thing. But as you guys kind of read the crowd, there is a tension. There is there's a level of edge of the seatness on this which to an extent especially for uh Mordico, dakota alex because of six, yep. uh, specialties mm-hmm. with th- anybody who hit three successes mm-hmm. this registers as okay this might be able to play in our favor a little bit because this is not a foregone conclusion they are actively going to check. Is Aiden worm tainted? He's not just going, ooh, nope, he's not. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah. As as Aiden starts moving and Mordico is able to read this, she's going to smile. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, as you check to see what's happening as you watch gray snow begin this right it's similar to uh right of cleansing in a way but he's leaning on that sort of spiritual acts aspect of sense worm that a number of you are familiar with. That mystic ability to determine whether or not someone is touched by the corruption. But it is much more methodical, much more in-depth. You have a feeling that because of the time he's taking, because of the ritualistic nature of this sort of thing, it is probably a little harder to hide corruption. It would be this 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 seems like a more reliable method, but it takes about fifteen minutes as he paces a circle first one direction then another, calling out to the spirits, directly addressing ever-blooded horns as the Cairn spirit at several instances, and then eventually taking Aiden's hand, head in both his hands. And Aiden, you feel his thumbnails lengthen and actively Mm -hmm. pierce just above your cheekbones and a little trickle of blood runs down each cheek. Okay. I want you to soak one lethal. Alrighty. I mean, take one lethal. I'm in the homage. This one you would be able to soak. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. 
Mordecai has been completely still, as per usual, right up until that. There is a definite twitch of her hands going up that she rapidly tries to control back. Two. You feel the blood trickle down, but as the fingernails withdraw... He doesn't so much as twitch. Yep. The blood begins to clot pretty quickly. Very quietly, Sal says, you'll get him later, Don. <coughs> she just nods once. Grace no turns to face the elders, who are still in their sort of little quad cluster. Brookstream definitely standing in front of the other three who are sort of backing her up. This guy is my witness in front of ever-blooded horns and all of my people. He shows no extant corruption. At, at this proclamation, Ingvar sort of crosses her arms, looking over at, at, at uh, Bloodsbane, and considering her outfit very particularly sort of highlights the sleeves are bullshit on her on her shirt on her vest. <laughs> it sort of raises an eye. Yes. I just in the background like looking at looking at um at at um Isabel. I just go one and then give like a ooh too bad shrug. Isabel nods. The picture of power and control. Especially as she's standing two and a half feet off the ground compared to everybody else in this room. Then I humbly submit to the sept as a whole. That this guru be judged for his myriad litany violations. It may have been a year, but the memory of the nation lasts far longer than that. There's a ripple of kind of murmurs with your whisper catching on Mordeco. Mm-hmm. It's mostly stuff of, alright, let's see how they vote. Mm-hmm. Brookstream turns and the four elders lean their heads together. Moriko, you can just hear. Hands up then. If you think so. She turns back. Brookstream raises her hand. And then one after the other, boom, boom, boom. The other three do as well. Isabel spreads her arms. I thank you, elders. That this crime will not go unaddressed. Brookstream steps forward a half step. As the accuser, 
Bloods Bay. You will make your case first. Then, the accused may respond or be responded for. At which point, you will have an opportunity to answer what they have brought. And then I will pass judgment as truth catcher for the sept of forgotten questions. We begin in 10 minutes. Confer, should you need to. Isabel bows, hops down off the Cairn Hart, and goes back to the rest of her pack. Scrambles, of course, as an elder, staying with the quartet gathered in the middle. You guys have a little time to talk. Alex, do you want me to do this, or do you want to do any part of this? There's no wrong answer here. Half of it. We can, what now? I'll do half of it. We can like split it Wait. up like you and um, mm -hmm. as I blank on character names. Damn it. Uh, Anya did. Sure. Okay. Um, Jack. Because yep. I was completely focused on Isabel the entire time, just of watching her as she was uh, as she was m moving about. Um, compared to how she was when Aiden was on the phone to now, can I get a sense of how in control she is versus how in control she's presenting herself to be? Give me a wits and empathy eight, particularly with the with the you know expected corruption thing not going the way she wanted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get zero successes on this, but you know what? Uh, can I spend a willpower on this? Sure. I'll spend a willpower on this. If you're super focused in, you can absolutely I, spend a willpower. This, that's the that's the biggest threat in the room, as far as Grania's concerned. So she's been completely focused on her. Um. Two successes. Two successes? Uh, three if it counts as an ambush. It does not. <laughs> I figure. I'm waiting for an ambush. Right. Um, as you evaluate, she is far more in control than she was when she was on the phone. Mm -hmm. It's been hours. It's not entirely unexpected. It has been some time. Yeah. She is best you know in the presence of her alpha she's also had some time to confer and prepare and recenter and she's in her home set yeah performing in front of a crowd as a galliard yeah. you can't think of a place she would be more comfortable yep yeah. so far she's concerned this is a fucking slam dunk case yeah over the totem phone, then. Uh, yeah, saying nothing out loud. Um, mm -hmm. 
keeping an eye on her, but it seems like she is even more in control of herself than she was when we met in the in the warehouse. Makes sense. Uh, Ragabash plan at uh, Ragabash plan F of fuck her off. Uh, you know, make uh, 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 piss her off. Uh, not on great standing at the moment. It's fine. This is wait. Is this outlawed or totem phone? I missed totem that. phone. That's okay, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so I thought just yeah. yeah Mordecai saying... would never. Yeah, Mordecai would never say anything out loud. Right not saying a damn thing out loud while we're in here. Exactly. Yeah. No. Okay. So yeah, Mordecai will say. We do not have to piss her off. No. If she wants a target, Aiden, I do have one for her. She wants a black spiral who killed her family. I know where he is. I know his name. Absolutely. And that is, that's what comes after one way or another after this. Yes. It's not a, that it's not a situation that we can, we can make the point during this because let's, to be perfectly frank, I don't think we should be mentioning those three words together in any capacity during this trial for the most part. We cannot. <laughs> so, yeah. It is it's... only if we need to direct her. Yes. That is our last real play. I have the master of the right. You have the keeper of the land. The we others... Are... I don't know. We're in. We also have um, more than likely uh, uh, a Marseille becomes the storm. Based on the conversation I had. And then Mordecai is going to ask Did she bring you Hiroshki? She did. I'm not sure. The and then does Mordecai know, know what that is, uh, Jack? Can she roll to know if that's how that goes? Because this is, this is a. This was a what uh, This would be intelligence and either streetwise or alertness, probably. Yeah, alertness. What? Uh, difficulty seven. Okay. Um, while while the brains are conferring, uh, could Ingvar have gotten a read on the master of the challenge and see if he You're, has inspected the, the if he's shown up at all? Or? You you do not you do not have a face. You couldn't pick the master of the challenge out of anybody in this crowd. Okay. He wasn't he wasn't are. part of the huddle of four elders or anything. No, you know that the master of the challenge is not one of the elders. Yeah. Okay. One success. One success. Uh yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, okay. she'll make Poroshkis for people that you know she genuinely values. She'll also make paroshkis for people that she has definitely set up to fall on a bed of Hang spikes. On. Wait, is, yep. is, is it paroshki or pierogi? Because I know what a pierogi is. I have no idea what a paroshki is. Piroshki. Mm. I have no yes. idea what No, it's is. not a pierogi. Different, different stuff. Yep. yep. Yeah, no, she's going to say noted. It's um, fine. In In fairness, I don't know if anybody would be noticing this but in fairness i i messaged jack about this earlier during the whole reading of worm taint sal was drifting away and getting as far away from aiden as he could during that got it if anybody would notice that but i feel like in fairness where where yeah. was where was sal standing in relationship to mordic over that 
probably right next to Morico because Sal was at Aiden's Aiden. back and right. then was moving, like drifting away, still with the pack, but got to the farthest. To the, oh yeah, she definitely noticed then. Yeah. yeah, there's no way she would have missed that. She just, she wouldn't have said anything, but she would have noted that, that Sal was moving away. Um, can Ingvar pick out the, the, the density of get in this crowd in general? Um, difficult, but you can try. Definitely my Rammstein cover band. <laughs> you know a get uh, sight. Uh, perception and how many people in this room look like they're like a hair off? Primal urge, neo Nazi. <laughs> no, primal urge doesn't really tell you what tribe somebody is. Mm-hmm. Uh, etiquette. I feel like would be the only real. Yeah, probably first. etiquette. Yeah, perception and etiquette. Uh, it's your tribe, so standard difficulty. Uh, would this qualify as enough of a social role for pure breed to apply? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, sorry. This is not a social role because it doesn't use anything. Any social it doesn't use okay. manipulation, charisma, or appearance. Okay, cool. This is a mental role, technically. Okay, perception, etiquette. Let's see if I get anything. I Can I spend a willpower on this? Sure. Perception, etiquette, diff six. Four successes. Nice. Um, in the get in the crowd of the get currently, you've got a handful. Um, obviously you've got uh, one of the elders. Six fangs is get. So you can see one amongst the uh, the crowd of that little quartet there. And then there's probably four or five other ones, including Bloodsbane. Mm-hmm. So, so less, you know, less, a, less than a two decent percent. But... Right, yeah, a decent percentage. There's about 25 people here, so you know that's yeah. almost 20 percent of them, possibly. Mm-hmm. Can she get a read on how all of those have read her presence in this room? Like just uh, sort of... with that many per- with that many successes, all of them know you're again. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is not a matter for question at all. You are not you are not subtle about your lineage. Yeah, you walked no. in with the visage, like yeah, I know. But she's she's trying to see how her first impressions have landed just based on appearances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on appearances, it was definitely clocked as, oh, okay. All right then. <laughs> Good. Yeah. She has she has she she's gotten their attention at least for a bit. You've gotten their attention. Yep. In in the visage off, uh, she's Bloodsbane, a higher rank than me. Right, Bloodsbane definitely is looking I, more impressive. But... Can I tell whether she was of enough rank for me to affect her, or is she or the rank above? You can't tell. Above? You can't tell if you affected her, but she definitely affected you. Yeah, because I'm lower rank than her. She right, only yeah. Mm-hmm. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Anything else you guys need for your ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh. Let's see. Okay, yeah, because Mordecai wasn't there for the uh, um, the run through of what they were going to use against yeah. Isabel. We don't necessarily have to like RP that out because you know you can just say Aiden's going to say, "What is your play against her?" And then, yeah, Operation 
Operation Drive Blood Banes to Frenzy is off. I don't think it's going to work, and I don't think if it did work, it would go in our favor. Um, Alex, Dakota, you guys are going to do great. You already haven't failed. You already succeeded. Whatever happens. Let's fucking do this. Do not forget. She has violated the litany already. She agreed to bring you here, believing you worm tainted. If necessary, if we put needed. her on trial. If needed. It's a point to, to keep in mind. She knows it, though. Yeah, she does. So be careful. All right. That's all Aiden's got. Okay. Eventually, then, with nothing less, Brookstream claps her hands and then gestures for Blood's Bane to resume. This time, instead of stepping up on the, uh, the Karen Hart, she just moves out of the crowd three or four steps to stand in front of it, but slightly off still on that side. The litany gives us many directives. In the crimes of Aiden, the foremost being the second tenet, wherein the nation is required to combat the worm wherever it dwells and whenever it breathes. By fleeing a battle, instigated by the fallen ones, the black spirals. He shirked this duty openly of his own consent, holding himself and his life of more import personally, regardless of the excuses that he gives for this choice any of us would know that with our pack lying bleeding on the field, our duty would be to sell our lives dearly in defense of our homes and our people. One violation of the litany. Secondarily, he was the beta you will recall, of this pack. And are we not instructed by the litany to respect those beneath us? How is fleeing in cowardice with excuses on his lips from the field of battle where his underlings, those beneath him lay bleeding, and dying. 
How is that the act of respect to those whose safety and instruction and command he was entrusted with? Thirdly, it is worth considering that by his flight, supposedly to warn the sept, he could easily have led these spirals here. Those confirmed to be his enemies might have trailed and tracked him to this very care, to the heart of the Guru nation in this city. He may well, though we are lucky it was not so, have been a reason for this cairn to be violated. So says the litany. There are other considerations. Cowardice, the death of those who were ripped apart by the black spirals. Had he stayed, held them off a bit longer, called for help. There are many ways that better choices a warrior's choices might have made the loss we suffered that day lessened, if not entirely avoided. So the judgment is yours. I know that many of you will think that I speak out of only my own grief for the loss of those of my family and my blood who walked alongside him. But the law is clear. And there is ample reason that his presence should be expunged from Gaia's face. It is my opinion that his every footfall is an insult to her whom we are called to defend. And she steps back and lets her words sink in. Look, she brought it up. It's free game now. <laughs> so many counter arguments. That's why it's a trial. Yep. Brookstream nods, holds a hand out to Aiden's side. Yeah, there is, well, I certainly feel the urge to personally respond. I could have no better people speak for me than... My fellow Philodox in the pack and my Galliard. Step forward then. 
Whether we'll step forward. Step. Um, Dakota will smile and try to make eye contact with as many people as she can. I am staring down at a piece of paper clutched Watch in my her hand. Eyes go left <laughs> and right independently of each other. <laughs> okay. The floor is very clearly yours. Thank you all for welcoming us into your set and allowing us to speak. Aiden is accused of being worm-tainted, acting for the worm or his actions will lead to the falling of this cairn. But he has acted in defense of Gaia, here and in the Sept of the Green as well, following these ways of the litany. At the Battle of Half Moon Tavern, Though Aiden wished to reign, fighting with his pack, he was given direct orders from his alpha to run and survive to fight another day. And though it is a decision none of us want to make, I have no doubt that the majority of those in this room would have done the same. Though it broke his heart to do so, Aiden obeyed his alpha and survived for the long battle. Looks over at Dakota. He then came to us and the green, grief-stricken and mourning. He was immediately upfront and honest with us about his past and what had occurred. He in fact told us that he did not want to be our alpha. He was still grieving and emotionally wounded, but not sick or worm-tainted. Boxcars and myself have sought to sniff out the worm in our own battles in Vegas, and he does not smell of it. As all of you may see for yourselves, you are free to test it. And now he is here because he knew it was time. He has grieved and has come back to heal and finish the grieving process. And when Isabel sought a fight, Aiden wished to keep it private, not in the streets of Denver, surrounded by humans, but to protect the veil. I ask you, is that running away from authority, refusing to submit to justice, or is it combating the worm to seek out the sickness, which, as we speak, is digging outside this city to protect and care for this pack? Fighting, we fought Baines and Fomar and their allies in Golden, and, well, I know, Isabel, and you all are grieving unimaginable losses, your her own anger and grief may be pushing her to do things out of spite and not for the welfare of the guru. Over totem phone, Sal says, you're fucking crushing it, guys. This is not a matter of law. It is one of revenge. And step back. Sit. Dakota will take her hand, squeeze yep. it. Yeah, over totem phone, well done. Big big thumbs uh, up from the sidelines. I want uh, to start with Alex yep. rolling charisma and expression. Okay. <laughs> Not long. Standard difficulty, but your shy uh, flaw does play in. Okay, charisma, expression... Standard difficulty, so three, so it's nine. Okay, difficulty nine. 
Okay. You can spend willpower, probably. You I am yes, going you can. To. Yes. <laughs> Not that it's high stakes or anything. Yeah, it's fine. No biggie. He's got a new character ready to go. I legitimately do. I know. I also have one. <laughs> He's a really young silver thing who is a who who is a a a an absolute stan of this pack. That's hilarious. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, I spent a I spent willpower. Here's the okay. Woof. Not a failure. Uh huh. Okay. So with no net successes, um, now Dakota, same dice pool. Six charisma, charisma and expression, difficulty six. Okay. Three successes. Three successes, okay. Isabel steps forward again. Maria's judges, you hear this defense. It is invalid. His conduct in Las Vegas is not what is up for debate. The purpose of this trial is to determine if his actions a year ago, here within the bounds of this city, require judgment and consequences. There is any number of excuses that could be made. We have already, however, proven by the respected analysis of Gray Snow, that he is not worm-tainted, well and good. It would have made things easier and simpler, but as in so many things, reality is complicated. Uh, you, however, stand as our leaders, responsible to make the judgments and decisions that will establish what is and is not to be tolerated in the sept of forgotten questions. They have explained nothing that would gainsay those points that were presented before you. Aiden Taylor violated the litany in threefold and it resulted in deaths. Deaths of Guru that could have, had they lived, stood to defend this sept. Deaths of kinfolk that, had they lived, may have provided us with more warriors on Gaia's behalf. This is not the sort of Guru that we can countenance to continue existing in our sept. I ask for the maximum judgment that he be executed as rightful punishment for his flaws and as a statement that we will not allow such failures to exist 
within our bounds. Over she bows her head and steps back. Over the totem phone. Can I say something? Probably not at the moment. I mean, when next we don't have a chance to respond to this one. Uh, It's them, it's them, us, them, judgment. Uh, yeah. Jack, would I know if there is any room at all for interjections at all? Give me an intelligence and etiquette. Yeah, just because standard difficulty. I, the player, don't know if there's anything that I could do. Uh, was that intelligence what? Intelligence and etiquette difficulty is six. Right, Standard so difficulty. Just intelligence, because I have no etiquette. Uh, intelligence at the key. Can I spend a willpower on this? four successes with four successes there is tension in this room it is palpable there are eyes shooting daggers at your group you feel like if you stood up and tried to say something you would maybe get your mouth halfway open before somebody threw you out cool no No, they were pretty clear on the rules and right now there is focus on everything. This is not a time when you can probably get away with something else. The elders put their heads together. And one of them clenches their fist. Mordico, you lean in with your whisper catching and you can't hear anything. Which They're one? whispering, but you can't hear them. Which one yeah. clenched? Probably scrambles. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then they turn back. Decision has been reached, and we find, and that's where we're closing for the week. Ah! Perfect. Yeah. I'm say it's fucking it's, it's, perfect. Yeah. It's time. Bye. 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 Bye.